Welcome back to the Black Roses podcast, and today I'm here with James Colt. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Great to have you. Um, just jumping straight into it, you are an artist that has worked with uh, many different artists, such as uh, Convoke, Star in the Sky, and many others. Are you somebody that is very open about doing features pretty often or do you like kind of doing your own stuff more often uh it really depends like i like working on my own stuff a lot and just making solo material but i also like collabing a lot with people that i just enjoy their music and people that i fuck with and um yeah it's usually just has to be like genuine like i'm sure like there's some features that i do that people pay for and stuff and i charge for some but most of the time it's just people that i just really like their music or people that i'm friends with you know definitely yeah i can understand that because i have a lot of people that really and i when i uh have features i, I don't charge my friends or if people that i fuck with also so i can definitely relate to on that part and it's definitely great to work with artists but then uh, then again working alone is just as good because you're able to almost uh do it on your own terms and almost sometimes not have to rush everything yeah exactly it's so true and you just like you can say whatever you want like Mm -hmm. on your own songs and stuff and there's so much freedom to really make track whatever you want Whereas you're like trying to collab with someone, you guys want to like put an idea together, maybe come up with like more of a concept or like an idea behind what the track is. Whether like when it's a when it's like a collab, like a solo song, I mean, it's just like it's way more free flowing. You like you can just throw your words at the canvas, like whether like you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm, you can definitely. Just, you can just splatter your thoughts out there in any mm-hmm. way that you want. But then when you're collabing yeah. with someone, it might have to be a bit more structured, basically. Definitely. And also, you can almost like, you're almost in control of the beat that you want and the flow delivery that you want. Whether most features, they kind of almost just send you it in the beat they pick for themselves, obviously, because it's technically their song. So you really kind of have to almost work on it a bit harder almost than a regular song. Yeah, exactly. Totally. 100%. And if you weren't making music what do you think you'd be doing um that's a good one i think about this sometimes like i try to think about what my life would be without music and what i would be doing and when i was younger i wanted to be a sports analyst for a while like i'm really good at memorizing like numbers and statistics and stuff like that so i wanted to be, like be on like sports net or something like that so maybe i would have gone to school to study like communication uh, journalism mm-hmm. and like stuff like that broadcasting but maybe Definitely. something like that probably uh, I also just like worked at the grocery store for a long time so if I wasn't doing rap I might still be stuck there too mm-hmm. yeah it's almost like a scary thing to almost think about because you've had so much success in music to think of it almost not being like that you almost don't know where you'd be and it's a scary thing yeah exactly music is such a big part of who i am that it's hard to even see myself without it definitely and out of everything you've done so far accomplishment wise what would you say your biggest would be uh i think my biggest accomplishment is just being able to like survive off what i'm doing and like pay my rent off of my music and just get by like doing streams and like 
doing shows last year also like in tw- actually in 2019 i guess that's two years ago mm-hmm. now but um in 2019 i guess that was one of my biggest accomplishments was doing two tours so that was that was a big thing for me i always wanted to get on the road and play shows outside of my own city so i'd say like both of those are probably my uh, biggest feats that make me the most happiest mm-hmm. where was your favorite uh place to tour um, all of Texas was really cool. Like the energy in Texas is dope. Like lots of the people there just want to vibe and listen to a lot of music, and they're they're mm-hmm. like very open audiences. They don't like hate on the openers really, you know. Like in mm-hmm. hometown shows a lot, I found it harder when I was younger because the audiences are really tough on like openers and they don't even want to hear it. They just came to see the headliner, you know. So mm-hmm. um, the the audience in Texas was really nice like that, and also in BC, like in Vancouver in Canada. Um, we played a really good gig out there. Actually, we've done two there, and they're both really good. Like, just the scene out there and uh, the audience and the crowd that came through is really nice. Definitely, yeah. And obviously due to COVID, it's not been easy to tour. Uh, do you see yourself touring again once all this COVID crap blows over? Yeah, definitely. I think once like traveling and all that is available again and like venues and stuff, open hopefully in clubs and whatnot then i would love to get back on the road we were planning on to do on doing a a colt 45 tour in 2020 but uh Mm -hmm. obviously like we said covid really ruined that but it is what it is yeah definitely and when it comes to inspirations who would you say your biggest influencer uh person that in like inspired you the most in music would be oh that's a tough one it would probably be like a couple people um, probably, uh, of course, like first, probably Lil Peep is like one of the number ones, and then mm-hmm. also nothing, nothing nowhere, like really big inspiration. Um, and then like even like Kid Cudi, for sure, when I was younger, and like Kurt Cobain, and like I don't know, I was listening to like a lot of rock bands when I was younger, so stuff like that I really liked, like like uh, the singer from Metallica, James Hetfield, and. Like, Oh no, it's hard to say, but like it kind of changes as I grow up, like I get, I find like new inspirations and more heroes to look up to and aspire to be like, and yeah, I don't know, that, that was a couple, so that, I'd say those are some of the main ones. Yeah, and one thing I really respect about your music is you almost try many different things, like comparing when you dropped The Grave, uh, I want to say probably, that was in 2019 maybe? Mm-hmm. Compared to your music that you release now, you almost are you're you're pretty diverse. You uh, dive into other genres. What would you say your favorite genre of music that you would primarily make would be? Probably like uh, like alternative rock, like emo or pop punk influence stuff. Um, that's like my bread and butter, really, because I grew up on that type of music, so it just really comes so naturally to me. But uh, lately, also, I'm into a lot of like dance and electronic, like ravey sort of stuff, which is fun. And I also like like metal influence stuff a lot. Like, I have one track, Catharsis, which is like a trap metal sort of song. So I really try and like keep myself out there, like experimenting and keeping it fresh. And I don't really want to like get put in a box. So I try to do as much as I can because I don't know. Like, I get bored of just trying to create the same type of music all the time. So I always gotta like keep trying new shit and experimenting. Definitely, yeah. It's, it's almost hard to choose one genre that you'd primarily enjoy the most to do because there's so many different 
genres that people could dip into and you're almost one of those artists that kind of just if you're happy doing it you're gonna do it you don't really care what other people say yeah exactly and i think like nowadays you don't even really need to have like a specific genre like you could really just make music and then people will love you for it and enjoy your music regardless mm-hmm. like like x did so many different genres with music and i think someone like that really opened the door for rappers and artists to just like um be super diverse and just do whatever they want to release you know 100 and it goes back to people like mgk and all that that primarily focused on one genre and now is dipping in uh, many other genres also so right. as long as you have the support it really doesn't matter yeah exactly and what advice would you have for an artist that is trying to make it in the scene right now because it is not easy to make it in the scene due to all the hate and that kind of stuff yeah definitely i mean it's really tough because it's just super oversaturated like there's so many artists like everyone is a rapper now but it's like i don't know as long as you really have the passion and the drive and you really want to do it for the right reasons and just because you love creating and like being an artist and telling your story then like just keep doing it and people are gonna find you as long as you're just like being yourself and like i don't know because i think like a lot of people they just try and like be something they're not and they don't really know like who to be or who they even are really mm-hmm. but i think being an artist is a good way for people to even find that and to discover yourself because like obviously no one's gonna really know who they are but like as an artist i found <clears throat> it was like it was like an exploration to find who i am through my art so just like create anything that you think sounds cool just like uh even i don't know i guess what i'm trying to say is like create what you want to hear in the world like if there's music that you love or you want to hear more of and you don't think there and there is any of it or there isn't enough of it or there's nothing like this and like then just make it for you and make it for yourself and then that's sick you know like i, I feel mm-hmm. like that's how i try and approach it is like what do i want to hear more of in the world and i'm just going to create it you know mm-hmm 100% and uh, that does back into what I was saying before like there's always going to be those people that just don't like uh, your style that you might be switching to or blah 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 and I feel like with you you have many fans that are very supportive of the fact that you are able to almost just do what you want you don't really care what people say mm-hmm. 100% and if you were to have one feature out of any artist dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, that's, whoa. Let me think about that for a second. Dead or alive, it could be anyone. Mm-hmm. Shit, a feature. Oh no, I might, I feel like Juice World would be sick. Like, mm-hmm. I always love Juice World's music and some people have like kind of compared it so maybe something like that but i also kind of want to see like an older artist like fucking like an old guitar player that could like play on my song and do a guitar solo or something but i don't know i guess i'll just go with juice world that would be sick yeah definitely and he definitely impacted the scene a lot because he was obviously a mainstream artist but he didn't start that way we all came from somewhere and he Definitely was a part of it's in the scene before he blew up and the rest was pretty much history. So a lot yeah. of other people uh, share the same uh, feature that they'd like to do. 
yeah, I think exactly. that'd be sick. I think like one thing that really made me say that is that I like the fact that he can just like freestyle and rap his ass off all day, but then he could also mm-hmm. just like kill melodies and like write really catchy songs. And I think I'm kind of like that too, where I do a lot of melodies and I'm trying to make catchy songs, but people don't always really know that I can like rap a lot too, like freestyle mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? So I think we kind of yeah. have that sort of thing in common. Uh, and that kind of drew me to him a lot. Definitely. And I, I I still believe this to this day. I think there's no one that can freestyle like Juice World could. He was, like, unreal at freestyle. Like, scary good. Yeah, legit. He's probably the best freestyle of our uh, generation. Like, our time. 100% agree. Yeah. And when it comes to organization, would you say that you're pretty organized when it comes to recording time uh release dates and all of that i try to be like i feel like i'm pretty organized and like climbed out compared to some artists i know but i could definitely be more like i definitely have a lot of stuff that i just have sitting around that i've created and i don't know what to do with it a lot of the time I'm a, I'm a really indecisive person so it can be hard for me to decide but when i do like know what i'm gonna drop and what i'm gonna like do something then I usually like plan it out pretty well and like and then stay on top of things you know so I think for the most part I'm pretty good at that like I've been trying to make music my career since I was like 16 or 17 so I tried to pick up like professionalism as much as I could from a young age mm-hmm. it's I'd say a big part of it is maturity because there's so many people that are at such a young age that are almost blowing up these days and they're they don't really understand necessarily everything like there's some uh artists that are like 15 right now that are signed labels and that kind of stuff and i truly think that's just too much pressure on somebody to be able to start at an age that young and maintain almost all those fans all that pressure which yeah, i can't de- imagine yeah it's it's crazy so i definitely agree that professionalism is super important when it comes to being successful in music yeah facts 100 percent. yeah and in general how do you feel that your music impacts others um i think it definitely like inspires people like i've gotten a lot of messages and just like stories from other people like Oh, your song uh, made me think about, like, this person in my family, like, especially my song Dear Dad. I've gotten a lot of stuff where people really connected with it and are like, oh, you talking about your dad and addiction, like, and uh, his passing away really helped me think about, like, losing my mom or, like, my uncle to addiction or something like that, you know? So um, I just found myself, like, wanting to be a voice, like, for people that I wasn't even sure, like, if people connect with, but I just kind of put my story out there and then wait and see if people like get something from it and if something resonates with them then that's amazing and that's really what i want to do is just like inspire people and motivate people to keep going and just to to live their fullest life you know like especially now i feel like i'm on this path where i feel like i found more of my purpose like before i was kind of just making music just because i loved it but now i feel like i have like a deeper meaning to be an artist and myself and just like I don't know, try and uh, be the change in the world that I want to see. Definitely. 100%. And it takes a long time for artists to find that purpose and uh, almost grow out of the idea of maybe like, 
not necessarily knowing 100% what makes you happy and what you want to do. And once you find that, it is super, it's a very, very good feeling. And it's really important to maintain that feeling and keep doing what you want to do and not let other people push you around. Yeah, exactly. And, and just thinking for yourself and just knowing what you want for you and doing what's best for you at the end of the day, for sure. 100%, yeah. And out of all of your released songs, what would you say your favorite song would be that you've made? Um, it's probably Dear Dad still. Um, that, just one, that one is just so meaningful to me and it's really deep and it's like one of the most personal songs that I have. But either that or Dysphoria from Colt 45 was like a good one for me. Like that was a really emotional song to put out and write. And then also Lifeline. I would say like those are my top three. It's hard to pick like one specific. So I would say like Dear Dad, Dysphoria, and Lifeline are probably like my top three like favorite songs I've created or released so far. Definitely, yeah. And let alone just the amount of support you have around uh, the uh, Canada area because of the fact you are you live in Canada and all that. Uh, would you say that it's almost easier to uh, collab with uh, Canadian artists due to the fact they're almost like local and you can almost get to them pretty easily? Yeah, I mean, I like working with anyone, like no matter where they're from, but I definitely really like working with people from my city, as well as even just other artists in my country. Um, I think like our arts program here, um, they really value like all Canadian like content and they even like reward a lot of artists in Canada for creating like uh, very strictly Canadian content. Uh, I definitely outsource quite a bit and like collab with like Americans and Europeans and stuff, but there's something about like working with my friends back home and like just other Canadian artists that I fuck with and look up to. It's just uh, there's something about it that feels like more like a bit more prideful. It's like yeah, like we did that for for our, for our place, you know. One hundred percent. And like you said, it's it's just it's good to work with anyone. Honestly, primarily, it's easier to have the support of Canada due to the fact, like you said, they they put a lot of pride into Canadian art and work in general. Yeah, so. man, it's like it's like it's like we just really ride for anyone that is from here, like really heavily, like whether it's Justin Bieber, or like Drake, or The Weeknd, or Nav, or someone. Like most mm -hmm. Canadians are either like really big fans, or maybe they hate them for some reason. But mm -hmm. usually, most of the time, it's like they really like ride for all of them because they there was there was a, a point in time where there wasn't a lot of Canadian representation in music. So now that there's becoming a lot more, it makes us. Uh, feel like more important or that we have our, our place and our spot in the music world you know mm -hmm. it's also good to have a cultural background too because due to the fact that they are technically not from the same countries a lot of the artists are in america it's almost easier to have a, a different story and to shed light on the differences between the cultures because obviously America and Canada are two very, very different places, and the government and all of that is completely different, so it's almost good to learn more about people from different places. Yeah, exactly. It's like even just different perspectives and different views and stuff like that that are being shared and different experiences. Like, 
even with the, like the UK, the UK drill music and stuff like that really taking off and influencing America this past year, it's going to show that like the world and the internet is really like all morphing into one because there's becoming so many influences from different areas from everywhere that are like just making an impact on the world. 100%. And I live about 25 minutes from Chicago and drill is humongous in Chicago right now. Every time I go to the city, I swear, obviously not during COVID, but pre-COVID, there, I, I would see music videos being shot constantly at all the big places, all the at the Shedd Aquarium and all that. And right. it, it's just a, it, it shows how much it's impacting music in general. Yeah, that makes sense. That's super sick. Yeah. And once again, uh, I thank you for coming on the show. It was great having you. If you want to yeah, check out course. James Colt, uh, her link will be down below.